Available night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do here, if this is your first couple times here, I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside... Whatever's got you up at night, whether it's uh, mind racing, uh, body body pain or uncomfortableness, uh, emo- emotional, you know, t- turbulence. Did I say that already? Or if you just got a case of the figurines. I don't think that's a phrase, but I think it is. Now, I got a case of the old figurines. You know, that feels like a good colloquialism you'd hear from a wizened old, uh, you know, person. You could say, sit down and let me tell you about the time. Oh, no, maybe that was a case in Encyclopedia Brown solved. But it was one of the later ones, you know, when they get Encyclopedia Brown and the case of the unmissing figurines. And it's just like this podcast, what I'm going to do, the safe place is a story. Or in this case, a possibly never-to-be-resolved Encyclopedia Brown-based metaphor. Or I'm going to try to distract you, I'm going to try to get your attention, explain to you, you know, the figurines are when you're lying there. And, you know, you know what I mean, you're trying to figure it out, or part of you is... And part of you might be like, well, why can't you figure it out? And then part of you might say, oh, geez, I feel bad that I can't figure this out. Uh, part of you might be like me, well, geez, if I just figure this out, then tomorrow and every day forward, it'll be different. And and they say, well, geez, why do you, why do you know this never, you know, and even those pop at, at uh, any other time of the day, you know, this might be a time to, 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 to do some self-discovery and, uh, you know, to, 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 to probe these feelings. But it, right now you're saying, hey, I got a case of the figurines. I got to go to sleep. And now, now a little, little reality, you know, don't, don't feel bad about being, if, if you, if you don't have a case of the figurines or if you do, it's, it's part of the condition that comes with our, uh, you know, being a human being. So it's okay. And I'm not here to shame the parts of you that want to figure stuff out. Perfectly understandable. Uh, drives inside us to say, hey, let's, let's get this figured out tomorrow. Who, who wouldn't want tomorrow to go smooth? Uh, but the thing is, and this could be reflected even metaphorically, it could be your body doing this or, you know, just a similar thing or your feelings. Uh, maybe something happened recently that reminded you of something painful. None of this is con- conducive to sleep, though. Uh, and, and I guess those figurines parts of you, they don't realize that. They say, well, let's just get this figured out. Then you can sleep. And then, okay, if you look in one of those books, all of a sudden all these jets of different pheromones. I think they're pheromones and hormones. And I think this is what your lymphic system does. Now, don't quote me on this because the last time I brought up, uh, uh, whatever, what is this called? The anatomy. Uh, that guy that wrote the book on it, he, he, he his, uh, his spirit came to me. I think his name's Gray or something. I don't know. And, and he said, don't talk about the lymph system ever again. And I said, well, why not? It's a mystery to me. 
and maybe I'll be the one that figures it out, you know, that that's the cause of sleepless nights. And he said, he said, it's not. And then he, he said, okay, well, fair. I said, fair enough. That went well. Like a lot of my, you know, encounters with, you know, famous authors who doesn't, you know, they go, they go on a lot longer. If you, if you knew the blowout from this Myers-Briggs stuff, I mean, I had no idea. I would have never brought it up. I said, geez, uh, they, they've stripped it. I'm pretty sure they said I could never use the letters I, N, F, or J ever again together. But I put wars, I think, between the I, F, and J. So in that time, I removed, you know, I recycled their F, N, I, J, Myers and Briggs. Or how about this one, F, U, M, B? You know, figure that out, you know. Uh, anyway, but, you know, see, and that can happen a bit. All of a sudden, the resentment gets stirred up, and you say, well, geez, I'm, I'm so sick of these cease and desist orders. That the Institute of Myers Briggs keeps sending me, and and then you could get a you know then there's a whole bunch of figures. I said, well maybe I should figure out maybe I should open those envelopes up and figure out what's inside. But I say save it for tomorrow. You know it'll that problem will be there tomorrow, just like all the other ones, the real ones. And sometimes you find with a decent night's rest, it's a little bit easier to grapple with these things. And so I guess that's, uh, I, I don't know, I never got to Encyclopedia Brown. But in his latter years, a lot of people don't know this because they don't write uh, Encyclopedia Brown fan fiction like I, I did. Hey, would you believe that Myers and Briggs own the copyrights Encyclopedia Brown? Because that would be, you know, not true, but a oh, case of the old, I mean, I'll start writing some uh, Myers Briggs fan, oh wait, I already did. Uh, but anyway, Encyclopedia Brown, at the close of the case of the figurines, said it best. He says, sometimes, some nights, you need something to take your mind off of your mind. Uh, Encyclopedia Brown said as he walked into the city council meeting where, you know, the, the council to discover the fig- figurines, to figure out the figurines, was still meeting. And he says, sometimes you you got to try to stop thinking, you, you know, and, and stop feeling and, and just get some sleep. And immediately hands across the chambers shot up. Uh, but as Encyclopedia Brown was known to do in, in childhood circles everywhere, he scanned the room with a calm look and reassured everyone by looking over his glasses and wiping one of his sweaty palms on his jeans. And he said, just something to take your mind off all that figure and when it's bedtime to distract you, because tomorrow's going to be okay. All all those parts of your brain are on the case. And Encyclopedia Brown, if you're missing a penny or whatever, I'll, I'll be here tomorrow to investigate it. But sometimes you need a friend, a friendly story, a boar friend, if you will. Encyclopedia Brown said this uh, to, the, to, the, to the courthouse, on the courthouse steps, as it were. And I, and I know the story's changing, but he said a, a man who will prattle on with a story and a metaphor that just doesn't seem great. It doesn't seem good. It doesn't, it says, it seems like it'll conclude 
but I probably won't have a conclusion. And if I was there, I'd say point of order, uh, it may. And, and then and so be, see, but, but, but someone that has your interest says, hey, I'm just going to go on and on here. Nice, friendly tone, someone amusing, and try to take your mind off of stuff. And Encyclopedia Brown said in the most mind-blowing way that Encyclopedia Brown has only, he has the capacity to do so. He said, uh, this case, uh, this case of the unmissing figurines, is solved because the figurines are always there and they're always ready to go and they're always figuring. And so like Peter Brown said, but sometimes we're distracted and we just can't hear them. And then it's like Peter Brown launched into a foot, you know, where there'd be a lot of footnotes. So this didn't make the draft, but, you know, about the plasticity of the brain and the, the medulla mammalian stuff, lizard stuff, instincts, and you, know, you tied it together and he said, so, 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 so you, you don't ever have to worry about stop figuring because it's what we were born to do. And of course, little Jimmy shot up and said, just like you, Encyclopedia Brown. And he said, you're right, Jimmy, just like me and just like me, we all need to go to sleep. We all need to listen to our boar friends sometimes. And then, you know, it's like a beady brown went to the camera and like broke the third wall or whatever and said, you wouldn't believe the problems that come with being Encyclopedia Brown. The sleepless nights, the things I've seen, you know, the hay pennies, you know, attempted alchemy, you know, wagon vandalism, uh, you know, squirt guns filled with super glue. And, you know, just my figure and brain all the time. I couldn't sleep until I found Sleep With Me podcast. Where this guy, he, he's still alive. He'll, he'll never figure out any, you know, he, 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 he loses his way just between words. But he seems like a nice guy and I love his show. And, uh, and so everyone, uh, excuse me folks, I'm going to get back to this course. But it's tough being like Beatty Brown, as you could probably imagine. Uh, in the courthouse, you know, so, you know, do something to take your mind off of the figurines because they're trying to help you. They just really don't know how other than figuring stuff out. And then someone else tried to say, you know, they're not doing it. And it's like, he said, Brown, my work is done here. These adults will just keep talking all night. And the whole city of children and childlike adults went home and went to bed. And uh, they said, now, the, the, so Peter Brown does not endorse this podcast, except in, you know, fan fiction. Was, uh, well, actually, the fan fiction I wrote, he didn't. Uh, he said, you know, Encyclopedia Brown, he can't remember. I remember he didn't like me. I said, what, what? It was my dream to be, I just wanted to be in one of your cases. And then the guy, he said, I'm not Encyclopedia Brown. I played Harry Potter. And I said, really, then they said, did you never get a call to play Encyclopedia Brown? And he said, why can't you leave me alone? And I said, can you put those glasses back on? Because I just want to see if, I said, uh, and I had done that monologue for him. A lovely young man, lovely, you know, maybe famous, maybe not. So that's it. I'm glad you're here. If it's your first time here, this was one of the weirder ones. Because I didn't really know where I was going. I never do. 
But we took, you know, we went into Encyclopedia Brown's neighborhood, and then uh, it took a turn for the for the dollar. But if you got a case of the figurines, you got a case of the body aches, you got a case of the heartaches, let me try to help, all right? I'm going to try to take your mind off stuff, be a little silly. Uh, talk about uh, Breaking Bad and Metastasis. And makes, you know, crack some crack wise. But but I'm glad you're here. And the main message that, you know, I really want to help. I really hope. I really want to help you fall asleep. That didn't make sense. I'm glad you're here. And I hope I help you fall asleep is what I meant to say. And the encyclopedia rounds point at me saying, see, see, he makes it. And I said, yeah, you got me, Potter. All right, good night. Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing? Trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And you may be asking yourself, wait, wait, where am I? If, if you've never been here before, that's a good question. Or if you've been here, someone friendly told you about finding, you say, what's the rest? What is this? Well, here's what I'm going to do. Here's my offer. Uh, I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night, whether it's a racing brain, you know, self physical pain, emotional rigmaroles, uh, agitation and people misusing the word rigmarole. You know, failed attempts at playing whack-a-mole, any of the any any of your mole-based uh, aggravations, or non-mole-based aggravations. That as soon as you lie down, they they start to compete for your attention, and you find yourself in bed, and you just can't get to sleep. I'm going to try to distract you from all those things. That's what the safe place is. So I'm going to tell you first. I'm going to go on a long, uh, boring meandering introduction where I explain how the podcast works. Then it's going to be trending trending Tuesdays. And I'll tell you a little boring bedtime story, part boring, part part pointless, uh, part lulling, soothing, and, uh, you know, distracting. I'll take, you know, take plenty of turns. And it'll be all those things, but it'll also be a complete bedtime story. So just in case you can't sleep, it'll be mildly amusing and entertaining. And the main thing is to to take your mind off of whatever's been keeping you up, but to take your mind off in a lighthearted way, in a friendly way. The the, be, the best way I know how is to say, "Hey, I'm your boyfriend." I'm your boar bro, your boar cuz, your boar fam. You know, heck, you could even call me your boar in law. No, no legal, no, nothing legally even implied other than the use of in law. You say, well, I didn't even know you were married. How'd you get yourself a boar in law? They say, well, you just download, you just press play. That's it. You got yourself a boar cuz. And the role of me as your boar fam, or you could just call me your boar attorney. Uh, your Bor- Borister, maybe, instead of Barrister, I'll be your Borister. Hey, you could just call me Boris, you know, if you're uh, if you're the kind of person that uh, fantasizes about being some sort of uh, Eastern European cooperative, you, you know, and you can't sleep, so you call in your old Boris. 
Uh, and what I do as your as your borister is a you know short short of is I give you the lulls. And what that means is I tell a little story. If it was if it was an actual physical service, this way it's just a digital service. But if it's a physical service, you know, you'd get tucked in in bed and everything. You'd have all the privacy and physical, emotional boundaries that you would need. And, you know, no knocking even needed. You'd just begin to bed. Next thing you know, you're, you're, you're uh, trying to think of a word like uh, consultant, borsultant. Bors, that kind of sounds more like a dish you'd have in Eastern Europe. And did I tell you I love Eastern Europe? But you say, geez, yeah, it comes with a side of borsultant. Well, what is that? I don't know. It's a preserved uh, preserved side dish. It's very good, very hearty. Uh, but as your boyfriend, I, I'll come over. You'll be getting in bed, either you, you, you by yourself or you and your spouse or you and your partner or you and your little snuggle buddy, whoever it is, your guest, whatever it is, or maybe it's just three pillows uh, that you've named. If you're, you know, if you're like not like me, your pillows may be unnamed, but it could be anything. Yeah, well, yes, one of my pillows is named Doris, by the way. It is. Hey, maybe I'll name one Boris now. Let's see. You know what pillow is? You third pillow? I used to call you Lumpy. That was just a nickname. Your your real name's Boris. And then the pillow probably asked me about his paternity. What am I going to meet? You know, now that I know my name. Maybe she's okay. We just found out what tonight's episode is going to be about. The pillow... Without a name, so that that sometimes this happens. But what's going to happen is I'm going to tell a story. In uh, but okay, physically, if I was to come to your house, imaginatively, physically, because if if you really wanted, I do offer one on one bedtime stories, starting at the, the meager price of a hundred thousand uh, dollars per session. Uh, no one has yet taken me up on it. Except for someone whose whose name was Doctor Doom, and he said it was all expenses paid. He, he said, "Please send me ne- pictures of your neck." And then I said, "No, no, no, block." You know, I blocked him on social media, and I call, I tried to call the super friend's phone number, but it turns out it's disconnected. And then I asked some people, and they, they said, "There's no such thing as a super friends." And I said, well, that's no good because Dr. Doom's asking for pictures of my neck. And it went like that. And then they said, you know, it was the DMV. But I figured, like, I thought the Super Friends would be under a place like the DMV, you know, a hideout or a justice. You know, what better place? But anyway, if your boyfriend was to come over, this is kind of stuff that happened. You'd snuggle in bed. You'd, you know, you'd say, geez, what do you got in that thermos, boyfriend? And I'd say something steeped in a potpourri of sleepy time smells. And then I would crack my thermos and a misty steam would rise across the room. And just like sugar plums that dance in the heads of children at the holiday times, you know, you'd, you'd be weaving a cinnamony, chestnutty, chamomile and you say, what is that? Is that a tea tree oil? And I say, well, I think they call it Melaleuca, maybe, but it is, you know, I, I don't know. 
And I say, yeah, you say, yep, that's that's some frankincense. Believe it or not, I, I've steeped some frankincense finally. And, you know, you see, then, then I would take a sip and I would say, then I would just start talking. And that's what happens on the podcast. Now, I tell a little story. But at any moment, you know, I want you to feel the safe place. I want you to feel the security that I'll be here talking. But there is no, this isn't a two-way agreement. You press start. But then you just fall asleep whenever you want. You're under no obligation to listen to me. You're under no obligation to understand me. You're under no obligation to remember anything I've said. You just, and you're, you know, you don't have to, you just kick back. And ideally, your boyfriend just give, gives out the lulls. And you, you, as we've talked about here, we talk about a, what do we call it? Reflective listening. And at some point, you, your brain might even get wise. Say, this guy's talking nonsense. Let's turn on the old reflective listening. And for those of you that have never been here before, the way for reflective listening works is, is unfortunately, you know, like a lot of your other brain parts, your eardrums, they never shut off. And just like your whole life, you're told, well, you should, it should be easy to fall asleep. But full day, if you've had a full day's work of honest living, you should be able to sleep soundly. And that was a guy that it, he was, he, he did time after he made that statement at a white collar prison and a, and a, and a, and a whatever the, a, de, a denim collar prison too. Well, you know, these, all these people say, geez, why can't you sleep? You, you got some guilty, you know, and you say, no, we got, I got nothing, you know. Well, now I have guilty. Should I be guilty about any of my thoughts? You say, well, I was already having trouble sleeping, man. And you believe it or not, I forgot the point I was going to make. I got distracted by that. But you're under no obligation to feel like you owe me any listening. Oh, that's it. You you know, everyone says uh, you got to do more, uh, whatever it's called, regenerative listening. How come they don't have that? Regenerative, they got regenerative breaking. Like, they should have some regenerative listening. That's the next step of uh, active listening. That's another book title. Uh, if if I have an attorney out there willing to listen to all the minuscule parts of this podcast, pro bono, and write them down, anything that I could maybe use one day, I think regenerative listening will be one of my books. And you'd say, Scooter, could you at least regenerate? I can't pronounce it correctly, uh, Barrister. Regenerative listening. And they'd say, say, okay, can you explain to me again what it means? And I said, well, it's not for bedtime. It's for daytime. It's like active listening plus 10. And one day I'll think of the method. Okay, but for now... I don't want you to worry about active listening. I don't want you to worry about regenerative listening. I don't even want you to worry about passive listening. I want you to to, to partake in a little something called reflective listening, where your eardrums just reflect the sound of my voice. And at some point, the words go from words connected to each other to words, to word-like sounds, to vibrations, bouncing off your eardrums and your brain's not even taking the time uh, to transit. It says, we don't need it. You know, let's keep all the secretions and the enzymes right in here in the, uh, wherever the, uh, you know, duct factor seven or whatever, the calcula. And we don't need to be broadcasting because this is scooter. The boar friend, we just reflect the sound waves. 
you know, we got everything covered in the mechanical section of the year, but you guys in the uh, synapse, synapse department, you know, just kick back and relax, take the night off, help soothe the rest of the brain. And, and that's how the podcast works. You just kick back, let my, you know, listen. You say, well, he's, he's mildly amusing. That, that's it. That's ideally what I'm looking for. You say, well, yeah, a boar friend is suiting because, you know, I would. And, and I like how you're digitally here because I probably would keep you on the porch, you know, to be honest. And I'd say that's where I belong, on the old swing with the lemonade Maybe we could, you know, maybe that's the image you could use. I'll have a tin can going under the front door and ending right on your nice sand. And my voice is coming through there. And I'm swinging back and forth, just chit-chattering away, talking about, you know, a cambium and looking at the leaves and the trees and saying bark and then saying, remember my friend Barky? Oh, Barky. And then maybe I'll go and I'll say, well, it's time for a pillow-based story. Uh, so that's how the podcast works. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to do my best to escort you across the threshold from waking to sleep, if I can. And that's what I want to do. You know, take your mind off everything, whether it's body, whether it's feelings, whether it's thoughts, whether it's all of the above. Uh, why do I do it? Because I've been there many, many times, and, and I've heard it from everybody the next day. Well, why are you so tired? Can't sleep. Well, why can't you sleep? Uh, because, I, because I think about trying to fall asleep too much. Why don't you stop thinking about going to sleep? Uh, can you just leave my cubicle, please, so I can just sit here in misery? And so that's reason one. Reason two, I don't know why I happen to be good at this. I have some theories. And one is I enjoy being your boyfriend. I enjoy telling meandering stories. I enjoy being mildly amusing. And, and I enjoy being there for you, even if it's only digitally, even if only if I can send my voice across the deep, dark night. Uh, via headphone and podcast. I enjoy the challenge, the attempt to, to lull and dull you to sleep, okay? And I'm glad you're here, and I really hope I help you fall asleep. And I appreciate you uh, coming by. Thanks. Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what does the rest mean? Well, I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is running through your brain, whatever your body is reacting to or just, you know, doing on its own, whatever feelings are bubbling up or, you know, you know, trying to say, you know, whatever it is when you just crawl into bed you just settle down and then all of a sudden the chatter explodes or you know some sort of version of that i'm gonna try to take your mind off all that i'm gonna try to distract you in a way that's uh just boring enough that you really you'll say well she's like i can fall asleep to this but just engaging enough that all that chatter in your brain will be like okay Wait, what's this guy talking about? Because I'm going to be talking about metastasis. 
uh, the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. Then I'll be talking about Breaking Bad, the corresponding episode. Then I'll do a third run-through where I attempt to learn some Spanish-language words and somehow have an inability not to sell stuff in silly stories. So somehow they've been getting made into silly stories, too. But I'm going to do all that to take So in, here's the theory. I haven't presented this theory in a while. I don't have any footnotes. I don't have any annotations about this. So I guess it's a circumstantial, you know, information. But what I hear from the old brain, you know, the brain scientist is that uh, you can't think of two things at once. Or, you know, that is that is kind of hard to do so. So if you're listening to me talk about Breaking Bad or try to make a metaphor about what the podcast that I make is about, you know, you won't have, you see, just, just kind of focus into what I'm saying and don't push away all those other thoughts. Don't judge them, all those body feelings. Don't try to tamp them down. Don't, and I understand you, if you have physical pain, emotional pain, uh, mental pain, or all three, or any flare-ups, you know, flare-ups of any kind, you can be resentful of it. It's understandable you're a human being, you know. You say, damn you, shamer. Don't shame me again. And then the shamer's like, a, you know, with Taekwondo, say, well, there you go, yelling at the shamer. What a, you know, no one will ever love you. And they say, oh, and then you say, oh, boy, there goes my old stomach. And then you say, damn you, stomach, you're getting upset. You know, if that's what, that's actually, I'm not that aggressive at bedtime. But that's an example, you know. I hope you're not lying in bed doing that like a, like a, uh, you know, fist into the heavens. I mean, it might be good to just, dec- what are they, because that decrying when you, uh, you damning the gods, ruining the gods, and saying, right, gods of the stomach zone, I rule you. I hear for, heretofore curse your names. But anyway, I'm trying to save you from all that. I'm just saying, hey, you go to your brain parts. I call them brain bots, pain bots, X bots. And I say, those those sound pretty sweet. You got any of those for Christmas? Well, I do. Uh, Not. not. I do not have X bots. And I can almost guarantee there's some, you know, wise billionaire probably already owns the rights to use the term expats. Expats, uh, annoyances at bedtime, this next Christmas, available to irritate you, but your child can also play with them. Or you could, do actually, maybe that is a good Christmas. We'll donate them to each other. Or you give them to kids. Here's what, here's what I propose. This is a metaphor for what my podcast does with boredom, uh, lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, kind-hearted gesture, uh, mild amusement, mild uh, humor, humor-like jokes, joke-like, you know, I'd say more of a femur than a humor, but, you know, and somebody say, was that a, a anatomy joke? But anyway, back to this toy metaphor. 
with this bat, now stick with me here for four minutes. You know, this maybe you'll fall asleep. But here's, and maybe this makes like my, maybe my podcast is like this, but we're going to take all of your little, like we'll say, hey, little internal shamer. You know, you, you do such a good job shaming the hell out of me, making me wish I had the inability to cry, which my emotional, you know, detacher says, oh boy, we'll never learn anything unless we can. And I say, are you, do, do you have low self-esteem emotional detacher? Well, that's why I detach from all our emotions. Well, anyway, guys, I want to talk to you too. You're my beta testers. I'm making you guys into action figures because you're so action-oriented. I mean, I know emotional detacher, you like to lie down with my, you know, internal depressants team. They're going to be a team, too, you know, just like in my inside my mind. Because for some reason, whoever designed, you know, whatever architect of doom designed my emotional makeup gave me a whole depressant team and said just one. Anyway, I decided to make you guys into... uh the action figures, go ahead with your question. Will it change your roles? Well, no, to make your roles more important because you'll be packaged in uh, packaging. And we'll probably, you know, seal shame. We'll probably seal shaman, we'll call you. Steel shaman. Instead of the shame, instead of the internal shamer, we're going to call you the steel shaman. We're going to make up some backstory about you. You know, it'll probably be culturally insensitive, but you don't care. I mean, you're so busy shaming me, you don't got time. But we'll make a backstory about you. You'll have some secret weapons. And we're going to give you this out as a Christmas gift to spread, you know, spread the shame around. And because you guys are so, so important. And then you. Uh, internal detach, emotional detachment. I haven't thought of a net, you know, yeah, a detachment doesn't, that doesn't go straight into a good nickname like Steel Shamer does. Steel Shaman, we called him, right? But I'm thinking, you know, that your job is to, you, you fix my emotions by detaching from them, right? Kind of, okay. Well, usually, I remember the G.I. Joe, sometimes there'd be a guy with a pretty name that you thought was lame, but is really cool. So what about latch? You know, kind of like detachment, but kind of like you're in a repair role. You know, that was the G.I. Joe guy that got to stay at base the whole time. Anyway, say, where's latch? Well, he's the mechanic. He's in the, you know, uh, the the G.I. Joe mechanic's place that no one buys, even though it was awesome. And all the kids that did buy it now make $250,000 a year fixing cars because they didn't go and get a heap load of debt. And who's talking right now? I thought I was talking, but now all of a sudden one of my uh, neuroses just took over. Neurosi. The, 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 uh, something. Okay, I got you. Lady Neurosi. So we're going to make you guys into toys. Next Christmas, we're going to package you up and give them away to kids. And then the kids will play with you all the time. And don't worry, you can come back in my brain. You know, we have a unbreakable, permanent connection. So you, you all can come back when you want. But, but we'll have you doing stuff with the kids during the day. And they'll play with you. They won't know, you know, the, how good a job you do at permanently damaging me. Uh, in good, you know, with all your good intentions. 
So, okay, so what is that? You guys like that idea? You do. How many secret weapons will you have? As many, maybe we'll even put a bonus pack in there. You you guys are ready to go work on your backstories. Can you get on that right now? Lady Neurosi. It, it just almost writes itself, but you could probably do a better job. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. I'm going to get back to this human for a minute. So that's kind of how the podcast works in a little bit less grandiose, less, you know, I won't have to make a deal with, you know, Mattel or whoever else runs the toy game now. And someone just texted me that George Lucas already has the rights to those toys somehow. He said, geez, I don't even I asked him for his autograph one time. And he said, I'm, I think he was, he said, I'm Dan Deardorff or something. Oh, not even Dan. Dan Deardorff passed away. It was another guy, football guy. I said, aren't you sure you're not George Lucas? But at some point he got the rights to those toys. But anyway, not important. So this podcast will be like that. I'll be trying to distract them the whole time with stories. Or I'll be talking about Game of Thrones. But you'll kind of be like... Like right now, you're kind of like, well, okay, I could see my, um, you know, all this uh, stuff that keeps me up at night. I could see them as action figures. You know, the ankle mangler, for anybody that has a constant ankle pain, you know, okay, it's a, uh, the ankle mangler, and, you know, Dr. Funkenstein, the dancing, you know, mad scientist. So there you go. See, the easy stuff, uh... But, but I'm going to do it with Breaking Bad tonight instead of toys. But, 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 but that's how the podcast works. I try to take your mind off of stuff. I try to take your the rest of your stuff, you know, get that in the here for its attention. There's no, you know, you, you go to sleep whenever you want. No pressure to stay awake. No pressure to do anything. Just kick back, listen to me. And it's, you say, she's okay, uh, I could stick with And then hopefully at some point you'll just nod off because you'll be, uh, at some point I hope to, 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 to reach my hand across the deep dark night and escort you to sleep. Because part of you is going to be like, is Scooter serious about all this? I think there's part of him that's serious about selling these things as toys. And then part of you will be like that dream. But be like, I don't know if he is serious. Let's say, I think he is. Ankle mangler, old ankle mangler, and then hopefully you just drift off into dreamland from there. So I'm glad you're here. If this is your first couple times here, yes, the podcast is out of the ordinary, and yes, strange stuff comes up like this all the time. But the main thing is, I'm glad you're here, and I hope I help you fall asleep. If not, uh, I hope I didn't use up too much of your time. But thanks for stopping by. All right, hey everybody, this is Scooter. Tonight's episode's a little bit different. Uh, I, I had a spur of the moment desire to try to do what little I could to uh, help ease some of the trauma going on in Paris and Beirut. And, you know, of course, there's a lot of other trauma going on around the world. And I know there's some things that happened in Baghdad the past weekend. And in everywhere. But if you're easily affected by discussions about these things, it's a pretty normal podcast episode. It's a part of a live stream I did. And it was a last-minute thing, so I'm sorry. You know, I just had time to do it on social media. 
So if you missed out, I'm trying to figure out recovering the video and the audio uh, from the show so I'll be able to post it. But right now, this is the audio I could get. Uh, but I just want to give anybody a heads up that we will be, you know, just touching on, on the events of the past week. Because our hearts do go out to every, all the victims, all the people that are uh, still suffering. And every person affected directly and indirectly. And I just wanted to share. So we did eight hours, uh, seven hours, seven hours of bedtime stories live on a, like a live stream. And that leads into to helping people uh, who helped the show, this, the, me pull this off. And I want to, I would be, I want to particularly thank uh, Sarah B who did all the moderation and uh, planning a schedule and everything. And then Stacey and Jennifer, who, who also really stepped up and helped out. I want to thank everyone that participated. I want to name all the people that did readings or just shared stories just because uh, I'm trying to figure out the technical end of it. But I want to thank everyone who participated, everyone that showed up, everyone else that supported, who shared the shared the shared things. And so, and I want to thank particularly our Facebook community uh, at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash N-O-D-S nods. If you want to join, you're welcome to join anytime. But everyone in the Facebook community really just, just support defined, uh, community underscored and defined. And I would be remiss if I don't mention that that community was started by Lauren Alexandra Oh, so they were played a huge part in this that went off. And then we have our moderators over there with Lyle Lie, Rachel L to the G, Julie C, and Jennifer B. And the community couldn't function without all that support and all the participation. And I, I know some people missed out. It was a Sunday. It was spur of the moment. But you were there in spirit, too. And if there's anybody I'm forgetting to thank, I also should mention Chris Posty posters something sounds like an earful who does the music for the podcast and Scotty and Jennifer who do the artwork. You know, those are foundations that the podcast is built upon, too. And if there's a, I hope I didn't miss anybody else, but thank you. Well, my mom showed up at some point. She still hasn't called me. And so hopefully I don't think I said anything about her parenting during the live stream, mom. So I don't think I did. Uh, but, you know, maybe she, you know, I'll, I'll probably hear you. Maybe she'll say, she'll probably say something nice, right, mom? I know you will. And then they, they'll say, oh, boy, how do I connect with other humans? I don't know how. But as do, I think I did a pretty good job of it. And this is a growth as a community, as an individual because I'm someone that kind of turned his back on the world a little bit in the past. And this is, you know, sounds trite, but you guys are opening me up like a little flower. I'm not even kidding. Raining on me and all that stuff. Worms, you got the murk in the muck that's giving me the nutrients. So I couldn't do it without, without all of you. And we all did it with the same spirit to show solidarity with the people in the deep dark night right now. Whether, however they're feeling. And if you have any money, you can support uh, some of the victims or some of the causes. They'll be in the show notes. If you don't look at the show notes, just call, you know, Google Amer- American Red Cross, International Red Cross, Canadian Red Cross. And I'm sure you're Australia and England, you have, you know, you guys, one of you probably founded the Red Cross. And they say Florence Nightingale. Okay, sorry about that. 
be hearing from the Florence Nightingale Foundation soon, but that's fine. So if you can donate, that's one thing. And, and then the other side of it is if you're hearing this because you're you're facing some trauma or you're in crisis because of these events, because of your reaction to these events, or because of something totally unrelated to it, it, reach out for some help, okay? And that'll be in the show notes too. But all you got to do is you, you just, you know, you just go, Google crisis helpline or crisis text line because there's support out there and there's people that want to help you and they're trained professionals who who know how to help and can find you the resources. So if you're in the middle of the deep dark night and it's not just a sleep issue, it's something more, or you're not sure, you say, geez, I don't know. Go ahead and make that call. Make that text, please. Uh, Because there's people that do care. And so I think that's it. The show was done live, so it's going to sound different than a regular show. It won't be, it'll be in a, it'll sound different. And then also my dog snored through the entire, uh, entire live stream. This is just a snippet. This is a little hour portion, a little story, you know, trending Tuesday. Well, this wasn't a trending to, it was something that was trending, uh, but it was just one trending thing. And it was related to how the live stream started. So again, I can't express my sympathy in my heart if I felt desire to do anything for anyone out there that's been impacted by these things. And my pride that people that listen to this podcast are willing to come together to help and show you that, yeah, you, you can reach out for help because there is help out there. And I'm sorry for, for, for the deep dark night all you people have had to face, okay? So let, let's uh, let's start the podcast. Thank you. Hey, good all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what is this? Well, basically, I'm going to try to take your mind off of whatever's got you out tossing and turning. Uh, by creating a safe place where you can set aside whether it's thoughts, stuff going on with your body, your feelings, your uh, if you're like com- contemplating a philosophical change, and you're you know you say, well, you tell me about Nietzsche again. I, I, I said, is it because because every time I hear about him, I, I say that that might be for me, and then I forget about it for eight years, and then someone says, well, this is the simple book on Nietzsche. They say, well, did Nietzsche write it? No, 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 Nietzsche didn't write it. Or, is, okay, was that, is that, is that, because I'm, or is that existentialism or exist, you know, does that have eggs in it? Or excellence, I get all those mixed up. And they say, Scooter, you're in the middle of an intro. Oh, yeah, okay. But basically, the podcast is going to consist of little distractions like that, little asides, little meanders. To take your mind off of whatever's been keeping you up, or your body to distract you from whatever's going on with that, or your emotions basically just to make you uh, feel at ease, feel ba- ba- barely entertained. You see, what, geez, uh, what was he just talking about? Was he talking about, I think he was talking about n- niche- niching. 
I said, well, he's talking about niching, but it's really not that important because he didn't say anything. And I would say exactly, right? I'm going to, uh, tonight it's going to, we're going to talk about metastasis, the TV, Colombian version of Breaking Bad and Breaking Bad, and I'm going to try to learn some Spanish words. But first we'll go through an intro, and I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones. I'm going to use pointless meanders. I'm going to get off subject, I think, you know, uh, I'm going to do stuff like that where I'm trying to, I'm waiting for for something to formulate in my brain and then go through my brain. It's kind of like, uh, even though there's stuff going on up there, I think the doctor, he's like, geez, it really is full of cobwebs up there. And then he said, okay, well, lie down. He said, he said, there's this news. And I said, I don't want to take it. I said, has it got all that stuff like in the ads? And he said, no, no, no. He goes, this is a toothbrush. I need you to brush it. And I said, oh, I thought you were going to. And then he, I said, I thought I was at the doctor's office. He said, yeah, yeah. He goes, you, you drink a lot of coffee. I said, never after 12. But I guess it's before 12. But anyway, doc, tell me about these cobwebs. He said, yeah, it's the weirdest thing. He goes, there's some... He goes, the best thing I can tell is that uh, your gray matters, you know, it's, uh, I don't know, I've never seen it before. He goes, your synapses look like a spider web, but not a, you know, a cobwebby one, one you'd, have, you know, find in a, in, you know, you know, old home that's both comforting and full of knickknacks, maybe a paddywhack or two. You know, to tchotchkes, piles, not not anything on the hoarding level. Nicely laid out, so kind of house you could stroll through. And you say, "What is that thing? Is that is that from the old days?" And maybe you'd have someone there. Maybe it's on one of those open house days where people with historical homes and they say, "Well, that is, as a matter of fact, from they were not old days to me, young man." And, and and you'll notice as I do all this, you're probably ideally not thinking about everything else. You're saying what? You might be disoriented. You might be. You might hope. Ideally, you're already asleep. You may say, "What is this guy doing here? Is is this this is like a, this is a podcast, right? And if this is your first podcast, I apologize. Most of them are done in an entirely more efficient way than this one." Because they're there to entertain you. Now, my job is to just kind of distract you, to make you, you say, I'm, I'm here to entertain the, the chatter in your brain. So let them listen, and I'll take them on a wandering, you know, tour of my historical home, a.k.a. my brain, sitting up there on the hill. Now, meanwhile, while I do this, I'll do it for a couple more minutes. I just want you to do a little pillow puffing. You know, maybe do some of that, what do you call it, when you make waves with your blankets, you know, a little brain, shake the blankets out. Maybe dig your elbows in, roll roll the old shoulders, you know, do some necks type stuff. And then get a little burrowed down or however you like it. Maybe you're, maybe you're a non-burrower, maybe you're a flopper. I, I, I had my, fly, you know, I've had people say, geez, you flop around a lot. I say, well, it's a. Said you should see me during the day if you think I flop around a lot at night. A bit, but whatever it is, I want you to get comfortable. But, but let me take care of everything in your brain. You know everything that's got you up for the next couple minutes. 
and don't feel any uh, uh, obligation to listen to me. Don't worry about me. I'll probably go on for about two or three more minutes. It won't even... It'll be, trust me, guys, the rest of your brain, your thinking parts, it'll be good. But you won't yet, don't worry about missing anything at all. But if for some reason you can't sleep, I'm also, and this is, I guess, a paradox, a bit of a paradox we're at here. I also put an incredible amount of work into it to be somewhat good uh, so that if you can't sleep, you say, Jesus, Scooter's a little bit of a goofball. And, you know, sometimes when he goes on those tangents, I, I'm awake, but it's a, he's an odd guy. I, I don't know. I never heard anybody talk about, you know, tchotchkes. And then, you know, I'm just going to take it because I have this happy, uh, I have a happy days glass, right? That's a tchotchke, I believe. And I guess I would just say to myself, what are the odds that I don't have many tchotchkes, but the one I have has tchotchke on it. You know, it's a glass with tchotchke on it. Or maybe it's not Chachi. Maybe it's a. I didn't want. I'm just a little bit past happy days, but I think it was on repeats. It might have still been on the air. Maybe not. But maybe maybe I don't have a Chachi of Chachi. It's that other guy, not Mouth. Wasn't no no Mouth's in the Goonies. There wasn't there a Mouth in the Happy Days. There's uh, Ron Howard, our wonderful national treasure, Ron Howard. I mean, don't you think he isn't he a national treasure? Uh, I mean, I think that nine out of ten uh, people would agree. I, I would hope. But then we have we had uh, Chachi who became Charles in charge, and then we had. Uh, the other two guys that were his friends, I mean, you had the Fonz, but you had Chachi and the, the the guy that talked too much and then the guy that was kind of a goofball. I thought that was Chachi, but that's the other guy. But anyway, I may have a chat, but let's take up with this whole, hey, excuse me, ma'am, as we're touring around this house, I was wondering, I don't have the uh, ability to collect things. I've always sold all my collections or lost them, or because I was an older brother, you know, they were destroyed prematurely by my siblings, which I did to my father. You know, my, it was a family tradition. I ruined my father's collectibles. And then, you know, maybe some of my cousin's baseball cards and then, you know, went on down the line. So how do you find the time to keep a house full of wonderful things like, uh, are those, I've always wondered, are those mother of pearl? Oh, no, they are not, my friend. But that's, did you say you like Chachi? Well, yeah, but that's a reference I'm afraid not everybody's going to get, so I'm moving on from it. Well, that's just, you're just such a nice young man. Well, I'm not really, but I, I was wondering, you know, could you, what, you know what I was thinking, ma'am? How, are you one of these uh, uh, people that needs to supplement their incomes? Well, I, believe it or not, I, I have been a bit concerned about that. And a young man came talking about reverse mortgages and, well, I was just thinking, ma'am, now most of my ideas don't pan out, but there's no investment either. So I'm not asking you for any money or anything, but I, you just made me think of something. Well, young man, if I've learned anything, it's to listen and to hear things out. Well, ma'am, I was thinking that what if you, like, started a collection business, you called yourself the collector or the queen of the collector queen, I don't know, something witty, 
And then you collected stuff for people. And then they could, when I say, oh, I wish I had a McDonald's glass collection, like you would collect them for me. And I'd say, hey, can I, hey, hey, why, you look like a Bernice. Is your name Bernice? Well, it, you, young man, you use Bernice for almost everybody's name when it comes. But I'm, I'm a Joan. Well, anyway, Joan, uh, like, could you, could I, like, adopt one of your collections? Or, like, put in a collection request, and then I just come over every once in a while, I see it, and I pay you a monthly fee. And then, you know, and I can't just show up, you know, I gotta, we, I mean, eventually we could come up with an app for it. What do you think about that? Well, would you come and dust at all? Well, I think the monthly fee would include it. You could do a dusting surcharge, I think. Well, I, 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 well, I say, why don't we try it out? How do you feel about cat pillows? Okay, pillows for cats or pillows of cats? Well, pillows of cats, of course, the cat pillow. Who would collect a pillow? You know, pillows for cats, they would just be... Hey, well, what if I wanted a cat? You know, then I could bring over... Well, no, 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 you cannot bring over any cats. Collections are not for cats. Well, okay, that sounds good. Can I? What, what would your? Could we start out like? I, I think I'd value a Capello collection. How does two dollars a month sound? Okay, great. So, so why don't you come with me and I'll show you. You finish up with your people, and then you could come look at your cat pillow collection. Now you can't touch it, and I can't put my head or like. Is there a cat named Snookies? Well, you could call one of the pillows Snookies, and you can talk to the pillows, but you know. If, if you want to be, yes, well, well, this is a beta test, young man. I'll see you upstairs. All right, so I got to go, actually, because I just uh, adopted some cat pillows. But that's kind of the intro to the podcast. I try to take your mind off of stuff. I send my voice. I reach out across the deep, dark night because I want to help you cross the threshold from wake to sleep. And the way I do it is is I, I try to be slightly amusing, I try to be lulling, and I try to go on little tangents like that and just follow my curiosity. And now I'm just barely curious about what a cat pillow collection is. But it sounds like a bargain at $2 a month. I mean, I'm sure an accountant would be like, well, they could just buy cat pillows for $12. You know, why would you spend $24? Yeah, but I, she, it's a maintenance and storage uh, accountant. But that's the podcast. It's a little strange, a little bit, uh, uh, point, it's pointed in its pointlessness. It, you know, I think if that could be deep, I'd like to say that. But I said, I'm glad you're here. The main thing is, that, you know, try it out, see if it works. I hope it does. But I'm really glad you're here. And I hope I help you fall asleep. All right. Good night.